Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just thank God for this opportunity to be able to come back before you once again. Amen. To give God praise and give him glory. My name is Pastor Richard Bennett. I'm senior pastor of the New Covenant International Fellowship Ministries, where we're in an extraordinary ministry for an extraordinary people. Well, we come to give God the glory that's due his God knows we should like to see you guys. Amen. With your face in place, I'll be giving you some more information on our church services after we get through it, our podcast. Want to con- just jump right into it once again. Praise the Lord. We are in a series, amen, called The Works of the Flesh. Amen. Because I want to make sure that you get the understanding of what causes you to do things that's against God. What is the mindset that would cause you to get in trouble with God? Sin separates you from God. And Satan knows that. So he uses, amen, suggestions to cause us to operate in the flesh and operate the works of the flesh. And those works of the flesh keep you from entering into the kingdom of heaven. Satan does not want you to enter into the kingdom of heaven. You got to understand with him, misery loves company. And he wants as as much company in the pit as he most possibly can have. But you and I are not going to the pit because the pit was never designed for us. It was designed for Satan. So since it was designed for Satan, we're not going. Praise the Lord. And so what what the Lord has uh, laid in my heart to do is shine light and revelations on the works of the flesh and what causes the works of the flesh. And that's where we are right now. We're in the midst of the series, a uh, first part of the series called the origins of the flesh, because we want to know where the flesh comes from. Praise God. I'm not, I'm not going to prolong any more of the time. Amen. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for you to get your Bibles and let's go. All right. All right. All right. You have those Bibles. Amen. Let's get ready to get into the word. I don't want to prolong the time. Amen. I would like to remind you, please, ma'am, and please, sirs, if you would hit the likes, hit the shares, even if you're listening to it on the various podcast uh, uh, operations and apps, hit the likes, hit the shares, share this out. Amen. Because this is going to revolutionize your life. Because when you stop walking in the flesh, you're walking in the spirit. And when you're walking in the spirit, according to the word of God, and we're about to see, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. It won't, the flesh, the flesh won't, won't you, you won't work at its purposes. You won't operate in its movements. You won't get caught up with the works of the flesh. The Bible says, no man that warreth entangleth himself with the cares of this life. The cares of this life is full of the works of the flesh. We're at war, people. If you don't know that we're at war, Take a look around you. Look out the door. Look in your, your, your news platforms. Just watch the news. Sit down and take the 30 minutes that they put on television to show you not your national news. We ain't talking about going to stuff that's going on in the world. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about just sit down and look at your normal, everyday news. Your local news. 
And you will see just in your local news that we are in perilous times. The word of God is manifesting itself. The word of God is confirming itself. We are in perilous times, people. Darkness is upon the land and gross darkness upon the people because men will be lovers of themselves instead of lovers of God. Saints, we got to understand we are in a warfare. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. What? Through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Watch this, though. Casting down the imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Well, what do you think the works of the flesh is trying to do? It is trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Well, you said, well, Pastor Bennett, how is it trying to, uh, how is it trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God? I'm glad you asked because the knowledge of God tells you, bless God, you're no longer a slave to sin according to Romans chapter number six. Paul said, can you, shall we, uh, Romans 6 and 1, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How that are we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? If you are dead to sin and you know the word of God says through the blood of Jesus Christ, he's made you free from the law of sin and death. If you operated in the works of the flesh, you operating in sin, then that is exalting itself against the knowledge of God. We can't play, people. We, 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 we can't be lax. We can't, get, we can't get numb to the things that are happening in the earth because that is where Satan wants you to be, numb. Numb to the things of the world, numb to the things that are going on, not just in other folks' houses, in your house. We, we are allowing so many things to happen in our own homes. Don't, don't talk about nobody else's. I heard the old folks used to say, before you start talking about somebody else's house, sweep around your front door and see what you sweep up. I'm not talking about anybody else's lifestyle or anybody else's relationship. What's going on in your house? Are the works of the flesh at work in your house? Ask yourself that question. This is what I'm talking about. We are at war. We don't have time to be playing around. Satan is trying to divide and conquer. That is his plan. That is his purpose. He wants to divide and conquer. And how does he do that? Suggestions to your flesh. Because Satan knows when you are operating in the flesh. Why? Because the flesh will gravitate to his suggestions. He puts the thoughts in your mind, the imaginations in your mind to go and do certain things. But it is totally and entirely up to you whether or not you do those things. Accountability, responsibility. You got to be accountable for what you know and responsible to make sure that you do it. That's why David was so great. He had accountability and responsibility. Praise God. It ain't no time. It's no time for us to be playing. We should not be sitting at a craps table 
or a poker table, playing poker or craps with the devil. He knows too much about the flesh. You can't fight the devil in your own power. You were never designed to. You were to fight Satan, bless God, submitted and yielded unto Christ. Because Christ is the one that has already won the victory. Why are we fighting some saints of God? Listen to me. And I know this. We're still talking about the works of the flesh. Why are we fighting an enemy that's already been defeated? Why? Have you ever sat down and just meditated with God and asked that question in your mind? Why are we fighting an enemy that's already been defeated. Why? What reason? If you if you've already won the fight, why are you still fighting? If your enemy has already been vanquished, why are you still fighting? If your enemy has already been defeated, why are you still fighting? If the enemy has been rendered null and void, why are we still fighting? Ask yourself that question. Why are you still battling with old habits? Why are you still battling with, why are you still battling with old thought processes? Why are you still battling having relationships with folk you knew you should have been, you should have left alone years ago? Why are you still in battling uh, habits, drug habits, alcohol habits, women habits, men habits? Why? Why are you fighting these things when these things have already been defeated? I'll tell you why. You're working in the flesh. Because you have not accepted what Christ has done on the cross. That's accepting the finished works. He's already rendered Satan defeated. The Bible says he spoiled principalities and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. He's already he's already fought the fight. Why are you fighting? I'll tell you why. Your flesh wants you to fight. Because your flesh does not want you to let go of the things that's keeping you in bondage. Your flesh wants to still work when your flesh should be unemployed. I'm going to say that again because I don't want you to miss what I just said. Your flesh wants you to still be at work when it should be unemployed. Your flesh should be unemployed. You should be right now. You should be eating the fruit of the spirit. Because that's the next, the, 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 the next series coming up is the fruit of the spirit. We are, we, we are, instead of you laying back in your easy chair, reclining, it entered into the rest of the Lord, Romans chapter four, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter four, entered into the rest of the Lord. Instead of you entering into the rest of the Lord, you still working. Your flesh still laboring. And it's us because the Holy Spirit is, is telling us how we should live. The Holy Spirit is telling us how we should operate, what we should wear, what we should eat, how our day should be ran. All of that should be predetermined by the Holy Spirit because you don't know what your next 10 seconds is. You don't know what your next 10 seconds are. You don't. But we're supposed to be yielded unto the Holy Spirit so that he can lead us and guide us. After all, he's the comforter. That's why he was sent. But we still, we still fighting. Satan's defeated. 
The flesh is defeated. The spirit has won. Jesus has won. He is reigned supreme. Satan Satan's bowed, has bowed down to Satan eons ago. I don't even know how much. We can't even fathom. I heard something that I, I heard, I heard uh, uh, Bishop Noel Jones say that the scientists said that the earth is over 500 million years old. The universe is over 500. You got stars that are, that are, that are, that are 500 million light years away. Well, if that's the case, well, we know that, that, that Satan has been defeated over 500 million years ago. And you still battling this nut? You still, because you want to lie with him. You want to lie with him. You want the works of the flesh to be manifested in your life. I can't even get to the scripture. I'm being led by the Holy Ghost to this, this go around. Always being led by the Holy Ghost. But sometimes we got to step back and, and come out of protocol and let the Holy Spirit have his way. We want to play in sin. Now, I'd be telling you a lie if I said unto you sin was not pleasurable. I, it, that's a lie. And if any preacher get on any platform or get up in any pulpit and tell you that sin is not pleasurable, he's telling you a lie. That is a lie from the pits of hell. Sin is pleasurable to your flesh. Sin has always been pleasurable to your flesh. What you saying, Pastor Bennett? Back in the garden. If you look at what Eve said in the garden. The tree that desired to make one wise and is good for food. Pleasure. Now here, Satan has you so psyched because you're in the garden. Let's just take a moment to look at how flesh works. That's why I'm going, I'm dealing with the origins of the flesh. That's why I'm, if we're still dealing with the origins. Let's look at how the flesh works. Here you are, bless God, you are in a place that was prepared for you by God himself. First of all, you have to understand the whole purpose of, of, of what we read in Genesis. The whole purpose of what we read in Genesis. As it pertains to God creating the heavens and the earth. God created the heavens and the earth for us. His children. God made the heavens and the earth for us. He wanted to give us a place. We, he wanted us to give us a place where we can practice the family business. Running the universe. That's why he wanted us to. He, he, he wanted to give us a place where we can run the family business. What's the family business? What is the family business? Running the universe. He, he made everything in the first chapter. In the second chapter, he created man. And the Bible said he created a spot east of Eden for the man to dwell and dress and keep the garden. He made out of all, my God, we got to see how good God is. Out of all the things that God, 
God made the vast, he separated the heavens from the earth, he made the firmament, he made the light, day to day to light, he set the sun there, he put the moon in, he brought forth the animals, brought forth vegetation, brought forth plants, did all of this. Then he said, even though I made all of this for my man, I got something different in mind for him. I'm going to give him his own spot. I'm going to give him his own spot to dwell in, and I'm going to put him east of Eden. I'm going to put him in that spot. Eating means pleasure. I'm going to put him in a pleasure place. I'm going to put him east of the pleasure place. So picture yourself at, at somewhere in Cancun, somewhere in Fiji, or some, or, or, or some of these uh, 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 10-star uh, resorts. You land on the beach, sandals, that spot. Picture yourself, you land on white beaches looking at blue water. You are on vacation. You ain't, you ain't, you're not trying to call a job, thinking about a job, do anything with the job. You're laying out, you're on the beach. You got your, you, you got your drink in your hand. You're under an umbrella and you stretched out listening to the waves. And you call that paradise. You got an all include you got an all inclusive uh, uh, spot, all inclusive access to this particular place. You eat what you want, when you want, how you want, where you want. You got all of the access to this place, and yet you in this spot. Now you looking at sandals and all of this stuff, and you in this spot and saying. Well, I want something better. Huh? Man was in the garden. Adam and Eve. God gave Adam two commands. He said, dress and keep the garden. One. And he said, the second one, of all the trees of the garden thou may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Thou shalt not eat thereof. Why? Because in the day that thou eat thereof, you shall surely die. Period. No added, no subtracted. You got access to everything but one thing. You have access to everything, but in other words, you got an all-inclusive pass, but don't go on this side of the uh, don't go on this side of the beach. Why? Is Piranha over there, is shark over there, it's not protected. You might find, you might find some villagers in there that not that may not be doing what they're doing prop. You may find some, you might find some traps. So don't go in that spot. Why? Because I've already prepared the area that you need to be in. Now, mind you, it's an entire island. You got all of these beaches, miles of beaches, miles, miles of beach. All the food you want, all of the drink you want, you ain't got to, and no one's telling you when to get up. You're not, you're not, you're not tied to an alarm clock. You got all of this, and yet you're still not satisfied. The origins of the flesh. Even Adam had all, they had all of this people. Family, listen to me, family. They had all of that. They had everything at their disposal. So much so that the Bible says that the animals, God brought the animals to Adam. 
And the Bible said, whatever Adam called those animals, that was their identity. So much so, he said it was not good for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a help me. That's why, women, you got to understand your value. You got to understand your value. Man was made from the dust of the earth. You, you, was, you was made from a man's rib. You come from the inside. You're always supposed to be protected, nurtured, cared for. While you're trying to step outside of what God has called you to be. Don't look at what you see on TV and what you see on your TikTok feed and your Facebook reel and your Instagram post. Don't look at that because them folks are walking in the flesh. When you really understand who you are, woman, when you really understand how God made you, you'd want to be protected. Now, I understand, women, that we got some men that are knuckleheads that don't understand the value of a woman, but not all men are in the same barrel. You need to be good with who you are and understand you're the prize. I threw that in for free. You got everything. God say, I'm giving you everything. You got it. As a matter of fact, before you get here, I'm going to make sure it's already there. That's just like God, that before we arrive at our place of blessing, God already has it laid out. But there's stipulations that come with it. You can have everything, Adam. But that tree that's in the midst of the garden, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, don't touch that because the day that you eat of that, you're going to die, period. Now, mind you, according to the third chapter of the book of Genesis, the tree of life was right there beside it. So Adam could have eaten of the tree of life and all of this chaos and all of this stuff that's happening in the earth, because we're going to get to that, because I'm going to show you what the results of walking in the flesh came from. But the Lord took me in another direction today. He could have eaten of the tree of life and all of us would have been at sandals. Laid out on the beach, no sickness, no disease, no need for doctors, no need for medicine, no need for house protection, all of this stuff, no need for cages for animals, none of that. But because of the suggestion from the enemy, and in that like Satan, always giving suggestions. Always, 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 y'all got to hear me, always suggesting something. But he can't help it because just like how God passed down judgment to man to say he was going to work from the sweat of his brow and thorns and thistles, he's going to sow all the days of his life, just like he told a woman, your desire is going to be towards your own husband and in pain and travail. So you bring forth children. Satan got the same, same out. He got, he, he got a judgment. Cursed as thou. Among all of the, he just put him with the cattle. Cursed art thou. He said, upon thy belly thou shalt go all the days of thy life. And you shall eat of the flesh. You're going to eat the dust of the earth all the days of your life. And then he said, I'm going to put enmity between thy seed and the woman's seed. It shall bruise your head. And you shall bruise his heel. What was that saying? Back even in the garden, the Lord was saying, you still are subject 
to this man that you tried to trick. Even in his sinful state before Christ came and redeemed us from the curse, you still are subject to that man. What are you saying, Pastor Bennett? I'm saying this. Since Satan is still subordinate to the man, that means that Satan can't force the man to sin. Let's, let's, I'm going to say that again. I want to make sure you get it. Since Satan is subordinate to man, according to what, according to the judgment in Genesis chapter number three, since Satan is subordinate to man, Satan, contrary to popular belief, Satan cannot make you sin. Can he bring the subjection? Sure. That's his job. Let's go to the wilderness. And since you're hungry, how about you turn these stones into bread? For it is written that he shall give his angels charge over them. They shall be, bear thee up in all their ways. That's what he said when he said, cast it down. He said, all of these, all, all of these things, I'm taking you on this high place. I'm giving you all. The only thing he did was gave Jesus suggestions. But you know what Jesus did? He rebutted back with the word of God. Why? Because what Jesus was trying to show is, I don't care what you're trying to offer me, dog. I'm paraphrasing. I don't care what you're trying to offer me, dog. You're still under my feet. Mm. Good God of mine, I felt that down in my spirit. I don't care what you're trying to offer me, dog. You're still under my feet. So he said, if you hum, why don't you turn these stones into bread? Jesus said, okay, dog, you're under my feet. Because man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Then Satan got slick. Oh, he know the word. He know the word. Okay. And he took him up to a high place. Satan did. Not Jesus. Satan took him up to a, a, a spot. Took him to a ledge and said, hey, why don't you throw yourself off? Since you know the word, he shall give his angels charge over thee, and they'll bear thee up in all thy ways. Lest thou dash thy doubt, uh, dash thy foot against the stone, excuse me. They shall give his angels charge over thee to keep you in all your ways, and they shall bear thee up, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Jesus said, Look at dog, you still under my feet. Said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Don't play with me, dog. Then, what I like the last part. The Bible says that, that he took, uh, took Jesus upon a high spot and showed him all of the glories of the earth and all its wealth. He said, all this I'll give unto you if you bow down to me. <laughs> Ooh, I love this one. Jesus said, look here, dog. First of all, I'm, I'm tired of you. So how about this? Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. Wait a minute. He was telling them because he's still your God. In other words, he's still in control. So don't forget it. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. How then, Pastor Bennett, do we actively combat works of the flesh? How? I'll tell you how. The word. Because, see, the word of God will kill all suggestions that Satan will come with in the flesh. And, oh, by the way, Satan knows the word, can manipulate it. As a matter of fact, didn't get to it today, but we will get to it. On, we will get to it later on in these, uh, later on in the podcast. He manipulates the word to put you in bondage. Yeah, Satan does. Manipulates. Found a clause in the law to keep you bound. 
found a clause in the law. And as I said last week, law ain't, the law ain't sin. The law is not sin. No, it's not. But Satan found a clause in the law to keep you bound. How about this? This week, do this for Pastor Ben, this week. And I'm even talking to myself. Because every time that you point that finger, you got one point back at you. So I'm talking to myself. How about this week? How about let's actively stop fighting the enemy that's already been defeated? Let's stop fighting in the areas that Jesus has already won the victory for so that we can walk in the spirit. Let's do that. Let's make an active push because this is something that you've got to allow to happen because God is not forcing this on you. you got to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let's actively fight the things that keep us bound. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you. And I praise you for your word. I ask that you move by your mighty spirit and power. Bless your people right now in the name of Jesus. Bring change in their lives, change in their hearts, change in the thought processes, change in the way that they do things. Bring change unto them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give us power, God. Give us the power to realize and recognize Satan's defeated. So while we still fight, help us to get the revelation that Satan is defeated. And why are we fighting? Father, we bind every demonic spirit, every evil principality and power. That's a new stone assignment against us in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask in the matchless name of Jesus, you have your way. In Jesus' name, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank God. Amen. Listen, we give God praise for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just a few quick announcements. We do have our church service. Amen. Praise the Lord. 11 o'clock every Sunday at the Armada Inn at the A-R-A-A-M-D-A, -A -A, Armada Inn. Running this on the screen at the bottom. The facility is at 5985 Oakbrook Parkway in Norcross, Georgia, 30093. And that's every Sunday at 11 o'clock a.m. You got prayer requests or any questions pertaining to the ministry, you can go. There's, there's many methods of contacting us. You can contact us by, uh, by phone at 770-835-4568. You can contact us by email at New Covenant International Fellowship. I'm sorry, New Covenant INTL Fellowship at gmail.com. Once again, New Covenant INTL Fellowship at gmail.com. Or you can go through our website, which is www.ncifm.org, and click on our Contact Us tab. And there you can find our information about the ministry and view our upcoming events. Remember to hit the likes, hit the share buttons. Praise the Lord if you're blessed by the ministry. Of course, if you want to sow a seed, by all means, praise the Lord. You can sow a seed via cash app to dollar sign New Covenant INTL. Also, by downloading the Givelify app and searching for New Covenant International Fellowship Ministries of Norcross, Georgia. And you can also do it by PayPal or Zelle using the email address New Covenant INTL Fellowship at gmail.com. I'll see you back again here next week. Praise the Lord on PB's Corner. We are continuing to talk about the, 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 the works of the flesh. We're still talking about the origins of the flesh and where they come from. The next time that we get together, bless God, I'm looking forward for us to be able to talk about sin 
the power of the flesh. Now, y'all, make sure that you go and look in your mirror. Look in your mirror. And when you look in the mirror and you see yourself, tell yourself, I'm an extraordinary person and I'm going to do extraordinary things for the kingdom of God. Until next week on this Corner, I love y'all. Bless you. Peace.